Hey, everybody. Best way to start. Yeah, I'm the classiest bitch. Welcome back to the bestdoorprods.com movies television podcast. As always, I'm dead. Joining me back from his fucking two-week-long wedding. Uh, it's called a honeymoon, dead man. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that. It's where I get to have sex. A lot of it. Constantly. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that. Oh, I was just bragging. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> anyway, we're back. We're here. Talk about shit. We have a hard time limit, so this can be a fucking hour and 45 minute show at most. So Sorry, anyway. it would have been it would have been a full show, but shit happened the other day and we couldn't record, so Yep. Now we've got a deadline. I have horrible insomnia. Yeah, my fiance was like, "Are you mad at dead about not showing up?" And I was like, "Hell no. I understand insomnia. Yeah. I hope he got sleep." Yeah, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, that works. Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're here talking about fucking movies and shit. So, yo, Black Lightning came out. I watched it. Do you watch it? Nope. I refuse to watch it because the entire concept of Black, Black Lightning ticks me off. Because he only like, I understand that there's some decent character there, but I can't look past the fact that, hey, Marvel's got black characters. We should have a few of those. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm sure that he's got some great character bits. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if the show was awesome. But I can't help but think that in the writers' room, the entire reason he was created and then named Black Lightning was. Hey, uh, black character. What should his name be? Well, well, obviously being black is essential to who he is. So, Black Lightning. And I know that's not it. I know that's not the whole deal. But, like, that's what's in my head. And I can't help it. And I apo- I'm so sorry to anyone who genuinely enjoys the character, but at least you can no- know for certain that I'm not going to be sitting here tearing him apart. Uh, oh. <coughs> Fuck. So, this is just in the history of Black Lightning. The original candidate for DC Comics' first headlining black superhero was a character called Black the Black Bomber, a white racist who turned into a black superhero under stress. Ew. Comic historian Don Markstein later described the character as, quote, an insult to practically everybody with any point of view at all. Ew, that is so gross. That, oh. The character was approved by an editor, though. Oh, no. But then that, but then that editor left the company. Before the oh, character ever God. got, before the character ever went to print. Oh, thank God! And then a new editor, who was previously a writer on Luke Cage. So, no, sorry, so a, new, a new writer insane. who was a, who had a previous experience writing the guy was actually established the character, then made Black Lightning instead. Okay, Black Lightning is infinitely better than what they originally had. <laughs> oh, good lord! 
Oh, wow. That is amazing. That is terrible and amazing. That is so bad. Man, they don't really got much to do with the TV show. The TV show. A little bit of history for you folks. Yeah, just some interesting comic book history, y'all. Comic books are fucked. History is fucked, actually. Just all of it. Anyway, the Black Lightning, it's it's pretty all right. It's not up there with, like, Legends or anything, but... Oh, Legends. Yeah, it's not up there with that, but it is still a pretty solid CW superhero show. I say that with Which the qualifiers. Be wary of the third season. Pardon? Be wary of the third season. <laughs> be wary of the second the season. season. This shit's getting fucking faster. Uh, Legends. Legends second season. Legends is the exception to the rule. Yeah, but didn't The Flash may- do well until the third season? The second season was a bit of a drop-off for The Flash. The third season is what killed it. And then the fourth season brought it back. Just like every other superhero, it can't stay dead. Except for Arrow. Arrow, first season was middling to alright. Second season was pretty great. Third season onward is dog shit. Yeah, and I keep telling myself, I should give it a second chance. Don't. Yeah. I did. And I regret it. Fuck, they brought Deathstroke back to life. Oh. Boo. Best thing they fucking did on that show, and then they brought it back in a fucking... In a season, I think. Anyway, so any major points on Black Lightning that you'd like to talk about? Yes, the main antagonist is an albino black man. (laughs) I am dead serious. Really? Yes. Tobias Whale is being played by a guy, I forget his full name, but I know that, I'm pretty sure that is like his stage name is, is, well, his rap name is Crondon. Ew. Because he is the, because he is a member of a UK grime hip hop group, I believe. Okay. Let me double check that. So I'm not just fucking speaking out of my asshole. Yep. Marvin Jones III, also known as Crondon. Oh, sorry. He is American, not British. I don't know why I thought British. Because his name is Marvin Jones the third. Yeah, he is part of Strong Arm Steady, a California hip hop group made up of Crondon, <laughs> Phil D'Agony, and Matchy Slick. Sorry, Mitchy Slick. And formerly featuring the fucking amazing, earth-shattering presence of goddamn Exhibit. Wow, okay. So this is a guy who, you know, deserves at least a little attention. Yeah, I know Exhibit was got famous, so... Yeah, That's about and my extent of rap knowledge. <laughs> I kind of do appreciate... There's something that I really appreciate with this guy is that they set up, like, a nautical theme for him kind of very early on. Like, the first time we see him, he's feeding a dude to piranhas. Cool. And then okay, I'm going to watch this show. And then when one of his underlings, uh, like, you know, fucks up, he shoots him with a harpoon gun. Yeah, I'm watching this show. If only for the villain. <laughs> this sounds awesome. And, and, like, and like watching the show, they very much want this to be on a more hardcore network, like, like an HBO or something, because they 
They say Negroes. In the situation uh, where they would say the other thing. Because it's that is the race equivalent. That is the like the N word equivalent of shut the front door. Just we we're just like <laughs> we want to say what we want to say, but we can't say it because we're on a network. This is basic cable, dude. Let us say the N word. God, God dang it. it! No, no, no! Dang it! Dang it! <laughs> I mean, this is a primetime TV show. If they're gonna swear, they like they have a limit of swears that they can use. Yeah, they say they say bitch a lot. Yeah, bitch doesn't count. Like there are swear words that aren't swear words anymore. Yeah, I know. It's actually it's actually weird. Like I, I hear people say asshole on TV and they bleep the hole. Yeah, I know. Like they say ass like, and then as soon as they say hole, it makes it a swear. It's the weird, like, censorship is weird. Censorship is stupid. Especially because bleeps and blurs are expensive. Well, blurs are, bleeps aren't. Yeah, bleeps Um, are fucking easy. I fucking do bleeps. Yeah, but are you, like, seriously, like... We know what they're saying! Even if you blur their mouth, we know that they just said, Motherfucker, go fuck yourself with a rusty anchor. Because you only bleeped the fuck. And they honestly, say, mother, bleep, go bleep yourself with a rusty anchor. We know they said fuck. Because yeah, there's and, no other word that fits in that situation. Yeah, and honestly, shut the front door is one of the most infuriating phrases I've ever heard in Reddit on television. I actually really like it. <laughs> I have a vile repulsion to it. I like it because it's so stupid. You know what I mean? It's one of those... No one would ever say this. So then you, I have to say it to somebody just to piss them off. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> We've covered this dead. I am a bit of an asshole at times. Okay, I guess... Well, I guess since we're going with the thing, then it front you? <laughs> no, there you go, um... Oh, what's Fudge you? Called? No, then you serenity it. Frack you. <laughs> Wasn't frack Battlestar Galactica? I th- actually, yeah, you're right. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. Serenity was a go ram. Is that is yeah, that a goddamn? They couldn't say goddamn. You know, I want to I want to build a lexicon of just like bullshit TV like swear words, <laughs> like that were made up for shows so they could get away with swearing, like Stocko. That's the word for shit from de- from defiance. Cool. That's all I'm gonna say. It is so dumb. Like, I approve. Anyway, yeah, so back on Black Lightning. Black Lightning is... It stands out to me from the other CW shows. Aside from fucking Legends of Tomorrow, because Legends is the exception to every rule about CW shows. We hope. Yeah, we hope. Uh, I'm still counting the hard uh, three-season rule. Um, yeah, it I'm is. I'm hoping the third season doesn't suck, but I'm counting a hard three seasons. Yeah, it is a. It's, the, the big difference with the like Black Lightning is that it is not about twenty somethings with sexy jobs. Really? Yes, Black Lightning is about a forty-five-year-old dad who's the principal of an inner-city high school. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm watching this show. I just have to wait for it to come to Netflix. It's on Netflix. It updates. It updates the week after the episode airs. Yes, I'm watching this. 
I'll talk to you about it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so... So, Black Lightning. Uh, A.K.A. a name that I forget. Damn it. Jefferson Pierce. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Jefferson Pierce, he is the... He is a former Olympic athlete. I, I'm sitting here waiting at every beat for you to say that the show did something incredibly racist. Like, name the like, name the main character, like, Tayshawn, or, like, Beamer, or something. Uh, nope, they usually save all their stupid names for the gangsters. That's perfectly fine. It's, like, no offense to gangsters, but your parents had uh, way too many drugs when naming you. Well, that and also okay. the names come up, they come up with for themselves are just retarded, because all the good ones are taken. Have we gotten a chicken finger yet? Chicken finger. I do not believe so yet. I don't remember what show Chicken Fingers from, but it's the greatest bad gangster name I've ever heard. However, this show does have a gangster named Lala. Lovely. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, yes, Jefferson Pierce, uh he is a former Olympic athlete. Uh who who just after, you know, being an Olympic athlete, he got superpowers and became a superhero for a while. But then his wife left him because he was a superhero, because she because she kept finding him in the bathroom covered in blood and bullet holes. As you do. So she couldn't take it and left. Uh, and then he retired. Because he was like, you know what? My wife was right. I need to be a better dad and not go out and almost die every night. Oh, so it's the same reason I stopped superheroing. So then... He stopped being a superhero for, like, a decade. And just kind of hangs, just kind of is, just spends his time being, apparently, a goddamn amazing principal. Because fucking everybody loves him, and he apparently has this weird call and response thing with his students. What do you mean by that? Which, you know, whatever. Oh uh, yes, yeah, so we have two do da- so we have two daughters. Uh, one of them named Nis- named Anissa. She is a teacher at the school, and his other and his other daughter Jennifer. She is apparently fucking hot shit at this school. Also, Anissa is a part of various protests against cops because that is because it is a show about where is a show where race plays a part in it. So of course it is. That's not like a dismissive thing. That is just that is just how you make things now. All right. I just want to state one thing on this. Um, any cop who is listening, we know that not all of you are bad. Yes, we, we know, know hashtag not all few, cops. We know that it's the few outstanding outliers, but those outliers need to be need to be crushed beneath your boot heels so that everyone can be better. Yeah, it's kind of hard because to like. It's kind of hard to like look beyond the outliers when the outliers are literally murdering people and raping people. Didn't know that, but sure. Yeah, no. Any hoozle. Back to this TV show about fucking superheroes. Yeah, so uh, in the city that they're in, Fremont, um, you know, gangs are running wild. There's this gang called the Hundred Gang that are apparently just fucking running shit. Uh, they answer to Tobias Whale, who answers to a higher-up gangster. 
who in our second meeting of her is sucking somebody's organs out with like one of those like you know those things like fucking morticians use to suck people's organs out so they can stuff them full of shit. Now I do. Yeah, it's this big fucking spike with a with a tube on the end that just kind of like <laughs> out your insides. I have to ki- I I have to I have to put that in one of my books. I have to kill someone with that in one of my books. That sounds oh, well, awesome. Oh well, the, I think the in the second episode she appears in, this gangster is doing that to somebody who is still alive. I have to put that in one of my books. Like that sounds like the best way to murder someone. <laughs> Yeah, and so as far as both of these guys are aware, like both Tobias and Black Lightning, the other is dead. Like, Black Lightning kind of became a superhero in order to get revenge on Tobias for murdering his father. Hmm. Then in the past, they got into it. And then when they fucking came out of it, both of them, I think, were like, yeah, the other one's dead. Nah, gotta be dead. Gotta be. Well, with Tobias, it's a bit understandable because uh, he actually had a coroner examine the body and say, yo, he dead. Hmm. Yeah, and so Jefferson's just kind of living his life, doing whatever, uh, trying, to recon- trying to reconcile with his ex-wife. Because the main thing that kept him apart was him being a superhero. Look, that babe, he wasn't- I, ain't kill- I, ain't, I ain't beating up bad guys no more. And then his daughters get kidnapped by the hundred gangs. We have to go out and be a superhero again. Look, Bay, I gotta go rescue our kids. Luckily, you can't be mad at me for this. <laughs> yeah, luckily his family friend, a guy who runs a tailor shop and is also apparently a fucking genius, builds has been building him new armor and new power suit or whatever for him going out and doing superhero stuff. And now he can just fucking block bullets with his forearm. So he's Wonder Womaning it. Uh, not really. Like his thing is that he his thing is that like his suit has like electricity running through it at all times. So it's like this little magnetic field around it that kind of stops the bullet. So he's Wonder Womaning it. Well, he, he's he's not going out there just like fucking or whatever. It is like he just kind of holds his forearm up in front of his face when he's walking, so he doesn't get shot in the fucking face. Wonder Woman. He's more John Wicking it from John Wick Two. Black Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine this is fucking like jacked black dude in a fucking like pantsuit spinning in a parking lot <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's so dumb <sighs> yeah so the series is just about black lightning getting out of retirement getting in getting back into the swing of being a superhero uh, and then his family having drama happen to them. Like both, like both of his daughters, I think eventually become superheroes. Uh, his his uh, Nissa, the older daughter, becomes Thunder from the Outsiders. And yeah, the show's just kind of all right. Like it does, it does some stuff that like other shows in the CW don't do because it can't. Like the, the show, it. This dude living in a nice house makes sense because he's, like, in his 40s and is a former Olympic athlete. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, an actual house for him and his family. It isn't some fucking four-story loft that a 26-year-old forensic analyst is able to get because, fuck it, I got money. 
He's not some fucking billionaire asshole. It is just a dude running a high school and being pretty good about it. And from what I've seen, he is he is what every principal thinks they are. I guess he is. He's like, hey, I'm friends to all the students, and I know I got some, I got my fucking pulse on the, on the fucking. I got my thumb on the pulse of this goddamn school. I know everything that's happening around here, and everybody loves me. We'll talk to me about anything. Also, the school board can go suck my dick. I am the I am the principal. I am God around here, fuckers. Yeah. One thing this show though does, like I've ever seen a CBU show, is have their hero be super down for just like stone cold murder. Because, like, like I said, he came out like the reason he became a superhero was to murder somebody. He even says that. He says the only reason I became Black Lightning was so that I could kill Tobias Whale. And the first time we see him out in his new super suit, some dude shooting at him. So he just grabs somebody and throws him in the way of the bullets. Why is everybody taking the Batman approach? And then Kamehameha lightning blasts that guy into a fucking power generator or power transformer or fucking whatever that then explodes. Christ. Stop taking the Batman approach. The Batman approach kills people and that's not a good thing. Then when he finds the guy who kidnapped his daughters, he just fucking like, hey, goes like, hey, where's Lala or whatever. And then just like lightning, lightning lifts him up. I guess. Because, you know, shooting electricity directly into somebody's chest is a great way to lift them off the ground and hold them there. Um, yeah, then he, then yeah fucking, I love comic book bullshit, and even I can't come up with something to ex- excuse that. Yeah, then he drops them off the fucking roof. He drops them off the second floor of this uh, hotel that the Hunter Gang runs. And you see that his shirt has melted into his chest. Oh, lovely. And that's never that's addressed. That's a mental image. That's never addressed. That's a mental image. Yeah, it's an unfortunate thing with CW shows. Like, even the fucking Flash has killed, like, seven people. Yeah. And, and like, once in a while it's an accidental death, but other times it is just, like, like when, he's, when they're fighting Adam Smasher. It's like, all right, so yeah, we're going to fucking give him, like, we're going to f- fucking put him into this nuclear power generator and just give him, like, turbo cancer. Which I... At least Supergirl avoids killing people? No, she's even worse about it. Okay, she isn't in the like first and se- first half of the second season, so... Have you seen the fucking fight with Metallo? I don't remember the fight with Metallo, so probably not. Yeah, it's when they it's when they brought in that Tyler Hawkins dude, whatever the name fucking name is, the Superman. The two of them were fighting like... Yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, the two of them were fighting Metallo. Superman... Fucking stabs the dude through the fucking kryptonite heart and then cracks a joke about it. Then oh, Supergirl and her sister do it, and then as he's dying, she walks over and just fucking like, no, don't close your eyes, fucker. I want you to be I want me to be the last thing you see when you die. Oh my god. What the fuck? Like I said, stone cold about murder. And yeah, I yeah, that's that's the kind of like a thing that I just really don't like about the CW shows in general, how cavalier they are with having their fucking superheroes just be murderers. Which I think is a, I think is mostly something I can blame on Arrow. 
Yeah. Because every one of these shows up to a certain point has been copying the Arrow model. And the Arrow model started out with, let's just fucking murder people. Let's take this fucking fun, happy character who's basically Robin Hood, but with a fucking fancier arrows, and just turn him into like a murderer. Let's take this character who does not have sharp arrows. That was one of the things, people. Arrow, Green Arrow didn't carry pointy arrows. That was Speedy's thing. It says something when the guy playing the villain on your show has done a better version of your show's hero. Because Neil McDonough, who played Damien Dark, also voiced the Green Arrow once. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Was that to me or the show? The show. (laughs) Okay, also, Damien Dark is still fucking kicking around, and he, like, that's kind of the thing that I love about this, is that Damien Dark has grown beyond Arrow and has actually become, like, what I think Neil McDonough always wanted the character to be, just a really fun murderer. Because, yeah, he keeps showing up in Legends, and he is amazing on that great. show. He's great in Legends. Yeah, and he's fucking still hanging around. He's, he's now working for a literal, actual demon. And now Constantine's going to show up and just be an asshole to everybody. All right, so uh, any more thoughts on Black Lightning? Uh, I kind of want to talk about the race stuff, but I don't feel I'm particularly qualified to do that because a i'm white and b i'm an idiot i'm black and i'm going to be watching this show so we'll talk about the race stuff in two weeks okay like and i have to state that because looking at me you wouldn't know it but i am black and listening to me you wouldn't know it but i am black i am a black nerd I am qualified to comment on racial tensions with black people, especially because I quite literally slugged some guy because he told me that uh, racism isn't a thing anymore. I just so we're clear, I am not. I was not saying that to ask for permission for anybody. It's just that racial tension is a big thing that is important in society right now, and I'm a fucking dumbass. Yeah, and I wasn't giving him permission. I'm saying that I will talk about it because I'm not a fucking dumbass, especially when it comes to things about social uh, injustices and norms. I just tend to ignore them because I like to be happy. The only ones I don't ignore are the ones that I can do something about. I will just say this for, 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 for I guess, to prime the pump for me getting fucking crucified. It feels like a bit much. Mainly because one of the first things, one of the first times you see our main character is he's getting pulled over by the cops, getting put in handcuffs, being taken back to a cop car uh, to be identified as a suspect, being told not. Him saying, this is the third time this month this has happened. Where does he live? Uh, Fremont. What a place that I do not think exists. It? What kind of city is it? Um, Based on the show, predominantly black. Oh, sorry, Free Lind. Not Free Lind. Were the cops white or black? Uh, The two cops were the whitest cops you can imagine. No, I can understand that. Like, that's believable. No offense to white cops, but... Like, him being pulled over, yeah. 
I can understand him saying this is the third time this month to being hassled by white cops like that. This wasn't being hassled. This was being, like, seconds away from being actually arrested. Yeah, no. Like, and them, like... That's what I call hassling. Okay. Okay, yeah, fair. I guess, yeah. Yeah, okay, fair. I look like a gigantic white guy and that shit's happened to me. I think the only time I've ever even spoken to a cop was in grade school and went to go visit the police station. I have made friends with cops because that's how often I would see cops around sometimes. And one of my cop friends warned me, and he like he asked me, Hey, you didn't like beat a guy to death recently, did you? And I was like, no. He was like, okay, you look kind of like the suspect that was described to us, so... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, just just warning you. I was like, thanks. Thanks, no. bro. <laughs> I'll be sure not Good to look to like a murderer anymore. Where's the baby powder? And he was letting me know so that I'd be like ready for a cop coming to hassle me. <laughs> but it was like, what the? How do I? How am I fucking ready for this? Like, what do I do to be ready for this? Yeah. Oh, but something that I think you might actually like, Caveman. It's a little detail in the show. So his mask is a domino mask. Ugh. But in the second episode, one of the characters, like uh, uh, Jennifer. She's asked, so wait, what do you look like? And she says, I don't know. Looking at him hurt, like looking directly into a spotlight. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's good. I like that. The first episode, I was like, how do you not know that's your dad? The second episode, they answered that goddamn question. Just he is projecting electricity out of his fucking face so that it hurts to look at him. Just it's like, like the, the Superman vibrating in intense frequencies thing. Uh, that I th- That's actually the Flash thing. No, it's also the Superman thing. Like, both of them do that. Well, OG, I think OG flashed it at first, and then Superman, they forgot he does that. That wouldn't surprise me. Because I've never seen Superman do that. He mentions it once in one comic to justify why no one ever recognizes him. Justification I always see is that nobody thinks to look hard enough at him when he has the glasses on. Yeah, that... Still pisses me off. Yeah, just yo, I wear baggier clothes, so it looks like I'm fucking, and I slouch all the time, and I wear glasses and comb my hair differently. That I, way, nobody will think I'm Superman. This to be your hero? Yes, yes, I would. Yes, yes, especially if I'm trying to find him, so that I can target him outside of his normal, outside of his superhero persona. Mild mannered yes. motherfucker. Anyone, any fucking person who has the same bone structure as my ne- primary nemesis. And given that I am Lex Luthor, have the resources to find your ass, yeah, yeah. I'm going to target you. Also, if I'm the fucking smartest person in the world, why would I put together like, oh, hey, I'm working for a newspaper? That makes the most sense. Just, fuck, I I reread a bunch of Ultimate Spider-Man recently, and fuck, one of the things was him just saying like, hey, I, I work for, like, Aunt May was like, do you work really for the Bugles? Like, yeah, I fucking work there. It's great. It's a great job, but also, it is a literal hub of information for me. If shit ha- if shit's happening, they get the call, and I can just fucking thwip out of there, dog. Thwip, thwip. So Superman, it is, it is, hey, I work there, and, and so if there's shit happening, I'll go, don't worry, Perry, I'm on the case, and then run down there, fucking solid, save the day, and then write a story about it and get fucking paid. Superman is running the fucking best racket. Yeah, no, it's great. 
<laughs> if he engineered his own like instances of danger, which he kind of does by not killing any of his villains. Um. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say it. He was raised by some good old Kansas folk, man. They don't kill. They just let them varmints go. In what world? In the world of the idyllic Norman Rockwell-esque Kent farm. Oh, so the uh, world where uh, Pa Kent just holds out his hand and shakes his head. (laughs) (laughs) That world? Is that the world we're talking about? No, that is the Goyer-esque nightmare planet. Because I fucking hate that world. It is terrible. It pisses me off so much. I'm still mad. I'm still fucking mad. Read American Alien. It will it will mellow you out. That has like a really good pod ma can. Like there's I'm a bit. So where, mad though. Like, like there's a bit where Superman watches ET, then gets really pissed off the next day because like identity issues and breaks a fucking wall in his school, and so his dad just like chastises him like, "Yo, fucking don't be a dick, dude." I'm still so mad. When when his when his son even. when his kid starts fucking like flying accidentally because he ain't control his powers, he just borrows his neighbor's plane. It teaches him how to fucking fly. Alright, so like, like, like he's learning how to ride a bike. Moving on. Uh yeah, so Black Lightning. It is It's alright. Writing wise, uh it is about on about level you'd expect from a CW show. So, you know, not terrific, but not terrible. Uh, Gamby, uh, the guy who makes uh, his, the guy who makes all Black Lightning shit, he is the character who makes the least sense to me. Because, like I said, he's a tailor. Okay, um, this is a trend in DC Comics, though. And in Marvel Comics, actually. Like, they attribute super skills to tailors. Yeah, which I don't really understand, because he's a tailor, but he's also an an electrical engineer. He's able to fucking make this sick-ass armor. He hacks into the goddamn cops all the goddamn time. Yeah, that's not actually as hard as it should be. Yeah, he he has a goddamn, like, five-monitor supercomputer setup thing in the basement of his tailor shop. Fuck him. I want that. (laughs) Do you know do you know how awesome my games would look on a setup like that? Do you know how much yes, it would cost to fix any part of gaming. that? What? Do you know how much it would cost to fix any part of that? Yeah, but if I have his skill level, it'll cost less because I won't have to pay someone else. <laughs> well, you didn't say I'll, you wanted I'll, his skill I'll level. Be... You said you wanted his setup. Well, so it would be so it would be you with, with his setup. setup. The skill level comes with the setup because obviously I had to do it myself. It's not like they sell setups like that, do they? No, but you could just buy his second hand. I don't want to buy his second hand. <laughs> then start learning fucking and read your goddamn fucking motherboard manuals, dude. Sit down, sit down with like the manual for a fucking MSI motherboard or whatever. Read to that thing nine times and you know how to build a computer. You think I'm joking, but I'm not. No, I don't think you're joking. I think I'd prefer to watch YouTube tutorials, which is what I'm going to start doing when I start looking at building another computer. It's just like really expensive, really fragile Legos, dude. Yeah, that's the part I'm scared of. Because I got big, dumb fingers. Yeah, just get somebody with small fingers to help you with with the more delicate bits, and then also always touch metal before touching any of your components. I can just leave my thigh against one of my weights. 
yeah, you gotta fucking ground yourself so that static electricity doesn't go through because static will fuck your shit up. Yeah, I've got carpet. Yeah, or like you can get like an anti-static mad, an anti-static pad that just like goes over a desk or whatever, so you can just like build your shit on that. This is not movies or TV. It is not. <laughs> yeah, Black Lightning. It is interesting. I'm liking what they're doing so far. I'm interested to see where things go because Anissa, she has started developing powers. And so far, it seems like the it seems like the idea for the series will be will be like these two people fucking fighting against each other, like Tobias Whale and Black Lightning, and then eventually Black Lightning discovering that his daughter has powers and teaching her how to be a hero. Which fuck, I'm down for. And then in turn, her teaching him that the why he became a hero is the wrong reason to become a hero, and he oh no nobody nobody has said that the, nobody said nobody has said that like the reason he became a hero is wrong. They just. The the thing is, Gamby, like Gamby and his ex wife, are two different sides of the coin. Where Gamby is like, "Yo, being a hero is super- great. This community is fucked, and it needs help, dude." And then his wife's like, "Yeah, but being a superhero is hard. You could get hurt. Don't do it." Which look, I understand where she is coming from to an extent. But the writing has really undercut any fucking aspect of that because the second her kids got kidnapped and he said, I'm going to go – and he turned to her and said, I'm going to get my daughters back. She was like, yes, go do this, Black Lightning. And then whenever he is Black Lightning again, she gives him shit. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Which I get it. It's your kids. But lady, there are other lady, kids. please. Other people needs the helps. Yeah, you think your kids are the only ones that are being fucking sold into prostitution at a fucking Motel 6? There's good in humanity, there's good in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the sold into slavery or being or it happening at a Motel 6 that broke you? The sold into slavery. Okay. Because I know that shit is happening, but yeah, I know is. people are trying to stop it. Yeah, they the are. The point isn't that it happens. The point is that good people are trying to stop it. Because there will always be evil in this world. So long as we have free will, there will always be people who take advantage, hurt, maim, kill, destroy. But the p- big important thing that you can't forget is there is always hope. Because there's always a good person out there trying to fix it. And that is why there needs to be a Batman. No, Batman is a terrible hero. <laughs> That's why there needs to be a Black Lightning. Remember the time Batman made a cloning machine? Yes. So there would always be a Batman? Yes. Remember the time Batman almost murdered some kid's parents? Yes. Batman is a terrible hero. Yeah. It's really weird when I remember that the same Batman who almost murdered some kid's parents is the is the Batman who was the fucking who is that 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 guy is the best iteration of Batman they've ever had on television or ever really. Adam West mur- almost murdered some kid's parents. No, Kevin Conroy did. Adam West. <laughs> you said the best iteration of Batman on television. Yes, Kevin Obviously, Conroy. That's Adam West. 
Oh, no, Kevin Conroy. Obviously, Adam West. Did he fight Mark Hamill? I think not. No, because he didn't need to. He didn't need Mark Hamill to up his badass factor. He got some Cesar Romero shit up in there. Yeah, Cesar Muffa- Romero was so awesome he didn't have to shave his mustache. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I didn't oh, notice it until I started looking at the more high-res shit. It's like, wait a minute, that motherfucker just painted his mustache. Yeah, it's the greatest thing. It's so much stupid. It's so much stupid. It's great. Anyway, last thing to talk about for me, because I only watched two things really of note over the last couple weeks. Uh, Let's talk about Counterpart. Never heard of that. Yeah, it is a new show on Stars starring J.K. Simmons. And it is one of the most lo-fi alternate dimension stories I've ever seen. So, J.K. Simmons is working in Germany at a UN office uh, doing something. He's not really sure what. He's just one of the fucking office peons who just kind of goes out and does whatever. And what he does is he walks into a room uh, sits down with another person on the opposite side of bulletproof glass and then reads code phrases like a fucking spy and then checks off boxes on a piece of paper and writes down numbers and shit and then leaves. And that's his job. Okay. Then one day, his boss calls him down into this fucking basement of the place where he then meets himself. What? Yeah, turns out that 30 years ago, some people accidentally opened a door to another dimension. What? Yeah, just in Germany, some scientists accidentally punched a hole through reality and made another dimension and found another dimension. They found the way to the upside down? It's not the upside down though. According to this according to this fucking show, until that 30 year point until that until 30 years ago when they when they found that fucking doorway or accidentally made that doorway, the two worlds were exactly the same. Then once that doorway opened, they started to diverge. So the other world is exactly the same as this one, just with slightly different things that happened in the last 30 years. That is trippy. Yeah, so other J.K. Simmons. He has a character name, but he's J.K. Simmons. Come on, fuckers. He is a relatively important dude. He is – he knows how to shoot and murder people. He is there hunting down a, an assassin from his world who has come over to our world for reasons that we, don't, that we do not yet know. Uh, she goes by the name of Baldwin. Alec, if you're nasty. And is there to murder people, and we don't know why. She just kind of is – and the whole thing works as an espionage thriller. It's it's this big fucking uh, espionage thing happening with like secret meetups in churches and shit and like doppelgangers and other weird shit fucking happening. And when I say lo-fi, I mean that it is it is incredibly simple. Like when you go over to the other world, it isn't like we got fucking blimps or shit floating around the sky or like, oh, yeah, we drive on the left side of the road or red light or red light means go. Green light means stop or anything like that. It is just 
this world. The, the other yeah, world... That was the weirdest one for sliders for me. <laughs> the universe where traffic lights are different. Yeah, they, like, they, look, they look the exact same. They just mean opposite no things. Sense. Makes no sense. Oh, God. But no, it is just... It is just, hey, there are two worlds, both of them are our world, basically, but things are a little bit different. Not huge sweeping social changes or whatever. Like, nobody knows this happens, because the doorway only exists in one location. And that is that one office building in Germany. And it's kind of really interesting. Like, I like espionage stuff. I find espionage yeah. stuff pretty I find espionage stuff interesting. And having it having it paired with this super lo-fi version of this very worn out sci-fi concept. It adds a lot to it to for me. Just it's essentially it's essentially an espionage story between two different countries, but the countries are the same country in the, in opposite worlds. Same country, same policies, same this that and the other. It's just Opposite day. <laughs> okay, well, not even opposite, just different. And actually, uh, other J.K. Simmons p- uh, proposes a really interesting theory, where, where like the two worlds aren't actually other worlds. Like neither of them technically existed before they punched that doorway. Ah, so a um parallel uh, parallel uh, timelines theory Basically. where they only exist because the difference occurred exactly just just like because like we said like, like it was said in the show those two worlds were the exact same until the doorway that's exactly how i personally view time where it's the same like it it the only reason like you might see a parallel world is because time diverged at a point. Yeah, exactly. World lines. Yes. Yeah, then once you go then once you go beyond the fucking one percent divergence. That's when shit gets weird. That's when you get the planet that's ruled by dinosaurs. <laughs> that's when you get the world that Akihabra isn't some nerd some nerd oasis. What? Steins Gate. Ah. Yeah, they literally change one of the like fucking hugest goddamn bits of the Japanese fucking of Japanese culture as far as the West is concerned. There's this huge fucking this huge swath of this goddamn city is instantly changed from being what it was to being literally nothing. And that didn't cause a change in world lines. That was just like a fucking thing where they're in the same attractor field. Wow. That's shocking. Yeah, that was a less than 1% divergence from the regular timeline. That's kind of scary. But then one person dies, and that's what changes the world line they're on. I'm probably fucking up these terms. Steins Gate is very, Steins Gate is very dense. Brilliant, but dense. Yeah, and then, they, and then things get even worse when they introduce physical time travel. Anyway, Counterpart's interesting. It is a very, it's a very lo-fi show. Uh, very, like, kind of 
Cold War era, almost espionage kind of stuff. Yeah, that's really like like that's when spy shit was at its most interesting. So, yeah, there are people I think who there there are some people who have been like based on the based on what we've based on what we heard and seen in the show so far. There might be like one or two characters who were from the other side, as they call it, that then just supplanted the lives of their other this side counterparts. And nobody knew the difference because, again, up to that point, their lives were basically the same. Like, it, it, it appears that uh, Baldwin's counterpart is going to be of some import going forward. Oh, no, wait, no, sorry. Actually, no, she wasn't. I just realized that. I just remember that she died. Yeah. In show. It took me a second. I was rerunning the episode through my head. I was like, yeah, it's really going to be important. Oh, no, wait, she got shot. By other J.K. Simmons. Because because remember, our J.K. Simmons is essentially an accountant. Just the fucking lamest ass, just regular fucking dude. His day his days are I go into work and do my weird, stupid job that I don't question. I don't get that promotion. Then I go read a book to my wife who's in the hospital because she got in a car crash. Oh, poor man. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the other side, J.K. Simmons' wife is is conscious and alive and well, but kind of hates him because they got divorced. Even though other J.K. Simmons told him that other other wife died of cancer years ago. That's just what he tells his mother. No, that's just what he tells himself. Literally. Because he doesn't want to, because he doesn't fucking... He doesn't want to say, oh, other me who is a shittier version of me, you have a better love life with your wife, so, like, eat my ass. Would that be masturbation? I was just going to ask that. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the only reason why I'm on this podcast, people. Dead man and I think alike on a lot of things, and it's kind of weird. I'm going to say no, because the 30-year difference... Mm, yeah. If it was the if it was right after the doorway opened, then I would say yes. But the thirty years might have introduced some new shit. You have a tongue piercing? Only when I'm giving blowjobs. Come on, you're gay? No, it's not gay. I it's a bro job. Ride in my work. Uh we're fucking idiots. Yeah, we are. All right, my turn. Yeah, your turn. Go ahead. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to start off with a classic. Uh, what would you say if I told you that I watched a show about a dog with a speech impediment? Scooby? Yep. I recently, uh, for one of my wedding gifts, was the complete collection of the original Scooby-Doo series. Um, And I had two thoughts the entire time I was watching this. Yeah, Scooby-Doo! Damn, they cut budget when they could. Oh, yeah, that... <laughs> like, like, the we newer Scoobies yeah. really go out of the way with the budget sometimes, especially compared to how ridiculously low budget the old Scooby-Doo was. Oh, yeah, old like, Scooby-Doo, they seriously. had fucking five frames of animation and three inches of backgrounds. And it's still one of the best shows I've ever watched. To this day, I'm still like, wow, these characters are great, these stories are interesting. My only problem is... 
eh, they're kind of really stretching for a crime here, aren't they? Oh, they've just added a crime out of nowhere. Okay. Okay. Just made up a crime so that the Scooby gang can actually arrest a criminal. Yeah, because they needed a crime. It's not like they were there to solve mysteries. They were there to solve crimes. Yeah. Because no, crimes and mysteries. No. Exactly the um, same thing. Like, ultimately, I'm still going to prefer Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated because... That is I an actual story? I think it's a much better show. That's because it in is. General. It, it took it, those characters. Well, like, took, yeah, it took those characters, built on those characters, and then also added fucking like good episodic stories, and then the overarching story that needs to happen for modern day cartoons. Now, don't get me wrong. That does not mean I dislike the original Scooby Doo in any way. As I said before, I was rewatching it, and I was reminded of why every time there was a rerun of fucking Scooby Doo on, I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I watched the fuck out of that shit because I loved me some Scooby Doo as a kid, and I loved me some Scooby Doo as an adult. Like watching this show, I was reminded why I rewatched the the shitty live action movies because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I actually enjoy these elements, and they covered oh. these elements in the live action movies. God, those fucking yeah, movies! It, they weren't they were terrible, but they they're fun. <laughs> Like, I will never say, oh, yeah, no, they're good. Like, I like them both. I like the second one more than the first. But I will never say they're good. They did a weirdly great sec- job casting in that movie. Yeah, and, this, like, I have to say this. The second one had a genuine mystery that you could solve that was worth your time. The first one didn't. No, the first the one first was one, like, yo, we got actual magic or some shit. The, the first one was, hey... We have Scrappy Doo. Everyone hated him, right? Yeah, dog. And I'm just like, okay. And fuck, Mystery Incorporated did a better Scrappy Doo setup. Yeah, they did. That they never got a chance to resolve because the guy the show got fucking canceled. Hey, at least they got their ending. But I wanted to see what they were gonna do. They, they, they I set, did too. They set but... up a goddamn new universe and then just ended. Yeah, I know. Like, but fuck, at least man. they got an ending. Like, I can't tell you how pissed I would have been if they hadn't gotten an ending. Yeah, they just, like, last episode, all of a sudden they just rushed through the last five episodes of the show. Yeah. Just, just one Setting. day, just, just like everybody's saying, that's like, hey, what happened to that evil parent that all of a sudden Udo Kier as, the, as Cthulhu shows up? Fuck, that show God, was that, awesome. It was so goddamn was weird. Awesome. Like, that's one I need to get on DVD. <laughs> or Blu-ray. I own the first season on DVD. Because as far as I can tell, there is no Blu-ray. Thanks, Cartoon okay. Network, you fucks. Moving on, I'm going to talk about something that might technically be considered anime, but I'm not going to count it because it's CG. Um, uh, no. Mm. Oh, come on. I, I know what you're going to talk about. Can I talk about it? Like, uh, like I'm not gonna I'm not on the anime podcast, and I'm not gonna sign up just for one okay, episode yeah, to sure, talk about one it. show. Uh it's the uh, Godzilla anime. It's fucking tight. It's from Polygon like, Pictures, the fuckers who shit anime. I was I was going I was going somewhere with that insult, and I fucking lost it. Like, 
I fucking love this anime so far. Because <laughs> it's twisted. And it's great. It's like... It's like, hey, you like all these Godzilla shit and all these references? We're gonna, we're gonna fuck with you. You're not gonna expect what we're doing. Like, all of the evil aliens are actually being helpful. What the fuck? <laughs> like, where is their... What's their gambit? When are they gonna try and take over the fucking world? The uh, third movie. I'm guessing. All I know is I really enjoyed it. If you're a Godzilla fan, I recommend it. If you're an anime fan, I recommend it. It's a... Like, Birdie and I watched it together and we were arguing back and forth whether it was hard sci-fi or moderate sci-fi. I think it's moderate sci-fi. He thinks they explain a little bit too much for it to be anything other than hard sci-fi. But there are a few elements that they left completely unexplained. So I'm wishy-washy on it being hard sci-fi. Um, and trust me, I'm one of those people who will sit down and be like, okay, and this element, and then, okay, this is trying to be hard sci-fi, but they don't know what it really is. You don't gotta tell me that, dude. Yeah, I know, you've had to suffer through it. Yeah. And I do mean suffer. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I will end you. That may have to come to Canada. Okay. A border's not going to stop me. I'll They're going to ask me, reason for here, business or pleasure? I'll be like, business and pleasure. I have to kill my boss. <laughs> and they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, just listen to one of the podcasts and you will understand. And then they'll listen and we'll make a little bit of money. And then they'll be like, go. You go. Can make, the, only way, the only way to make money is if they fucking join the Patreon. Which, if you kill yeah, me, no. they won't, because I'll be dead. Mm. Good point. Fine, you can live a little longer till after they've joined the Patreon. <laughs> Speaking of which, join our Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash deathstoreprods. Link in the description and in the sidebar on the website. Got a big fucking banner that I made with Photoshop that I pay for. Because I'm trying to make money off this. But no, um, the main character's a bit eh, but I like his drive. Um, I also like what seems to be his primary motivation for his goals, which uh, I don't really want to get too much into because I'm sure they've covered it already on the anime podcast. But ultimately, I, I have to say that I really enjoyed this show, and I'm looking forward to the next part. Because this is, like, being released as, like, a series of movies. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like Sherlock, but with Godzilla. And a better release schedule. I was about to say, I was like, I was about to say, like, you know what, you'll be really good, like a Sherlock, Sherlock Godzilla thing. I was like, oh, no, wait, that wouldn't really be a mystery, because the answer would just be Godzilla. Okay, uh, the next thing, and like, uh, Godzilla is on Netflix, so. The next thing I want to talk about is, I haven't finished it, but I'm about halfway, maybe a quarter of the way through. Oh, man. Uh, the second season of Troll Hunters. I just got past the part where he's escaping the Darklands. 
Okay, I have not gotten there yet. I have not even started. I have been very lax on watching things, as you can tell by the, t- by the fact that I only watched two things. Okay, you're going to want to watch this because I was like, this was a two-parter, and I was like, I need to go to sleep so I'm not tired for the recording, but two-parter, and my, my wife was sitting there like, come on, we can stay up for another 20, 30 minutes, and I was like, mm, let me check how long this is going to run. Okay, we can stay up and watch it. And we, like, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time watching, even though the rest of my brain was like, we need to get some sleep. I was that into it, excited. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, I loved it. I fucking loved it, man. No, I, I, fu- I fucking loved that show. Um, I, I kind of have been wishy-washy on the season so far, because it, like, as you, as the last season ended, he went into the Darklands, which means we didn't have any of my favorite part, which is him running around the human world like an idiot, trying to keep things together. Which is fun. I love that part. That's my favorite part of the show. Um, but the Darklands were so deep and interesting, and oh, I can't. I don't want to spoil anything. So like, I've already spoiled that he gets out of the Darklands, but that should be obvious. Yeah, so it's I'm a just fucking... gonna be like, I'm not gonna spoil anything else. But oh, I love the show. Oh, watch it. Okay. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk up talk about is uh, the strain, and I know I'm oh, yeah. speeding through things, but this is just my nature. The strain. Um, I I've been meaning to get back into this. I watched the first two I seasons only, and fucking loved it. I only watched the first episode because I had to go run errands, and my life has kind of been utter chaos since I got married. It's good chaos, but it's still utter chaos. Yeah, it's almost like you got married, but. Uh, <laughs> Like, overall, I really enjoyed it, but I do have a few problems with the first episode. Okay. First off, every, like, you can tell who's going to be a semi-important character, because they get, like, five minutes devoted just to giving us exposition about their character. Okay, I feel like we should explain what The Strain is. Okay, sorry. Um, The Strain is an FX TV series based around a, at least from what I know, a CDC, uh, like, researcher doctor guy who encounters vampirism. Yeah, and it is also based off of a book series by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, okay, this is going to be great then. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan. Yeah. Um, and, like, like, the show, as far as I know, is them trying to stop vampirism from spreading. Yeah, there's a big, uh, there's a big, like, you know, vampire conspiracy going on with people at various levels of government or whatever trying to get this out. Trying to spread this shit. And then it is the CDC doctor and the janitor from Harry Potter. Yeah, like, I love the old man, but the CDC doctor, he try like, they try so hard to make it look like he's not the bad guy in his relationship. And I'm just sitting there like, I get it. Your wife is a bitch who doesn't understand that your job is really fucking important and just wants to have a man-child love man, love boy. But you're still but kind of an asshole. You're still kind of an asshole. My only problem is, why the fuck are you trying to prevent him from having custody? Given his job, he's not going to see his son a lot, you dumb bitch. And his son is old enough that he's developed affection for his father, and all you're going to do is alienate him, him from you. Damn. Seriously. Damn, son. Tell me how you really feel. 
Divorce is not easy. <laughs> I've never been through it. I've never... I, I don't have a lot of friends who've been through it. Because mo- for the most part, most of the people I know, either they have happy families, or their father walked out before they were born. But from what I do know of divorce... Trying to make the child pick sides, which is what this woman was doing, is not good. Nope, that is going to not someone, good. Going to a third party and building a narrative, which is something that the the lead says. He says, I can see you guys have already built this narrative of how I'm a terrible father, which is true. Yeah. Like, he came in, and the doctor was instantly, like, like... Oh, you've always been late, and you're never doing this, that, or the other. It's like, the motherfucker <laughs> has obviously taken steps. He's like, he's trying, but at the same ultimately, time... Ultimately, he is a doctor with in the one of CDC. the most dangerous fields in the country. He has an important job that, yes, takes him away from his family. Yes, let them get divorced. Yes, let the asshole who was sleeping with another woman go back to the other woman, or do something else with his life. No, don't paint him like he shouldn't have custody over his child. It's like, oh, I so- sorry I could get these divorce hearings. I was too busy stopping a plague. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, like, like, and the worst part about him is he doesn't make himself likable when he starts di- self-diagnosing. Yeah, it's it's an unfortunate thing because of the fact that he's played by Corey Stoll, who is just kind of really good at playing dick bags yeah yeah like like for anybody who doesn't know he was also uh anyways no doesn't know the name Corey stole he was also the bad guy in the ant-man movie oh okay that's why i recognize him all right um so a few of my other concerns um the vampires they don't look good <laughs> by any stretch I've only seen the first episode, so I don't know if it improves, but leech tentacle mouth? Yeah. Really? Yep. Like, I'm cool with the worms being the way the infection is passed, but leech tentacle mouth? I like leech tentacle mouth. That's a little weird. Uh, And the vamp, like, the main vamp itself, the one we've seen, the one that came over in the coffin. Uh, That's another thing. Why the fuck did the woman call it a coffin? And, like, and this is this is something that annoyed me so much. I wrote it down. <laughs> I'm back to taking notes, people. By the way, um, it's like she literally says, like the guy's like, "That's a weird box," and then she's like, "It's like a coffin," and the guy's like, "It's nine feet tall," and then they open it up, and of course, it's a fucking coffin. And I'm like, "How did you know?" She That's has bad she writing. has plot sense. That's bad writing. Yeah, yeah, that is. But she has plot sense. She just she just like. Hmm, I sense this is a coffin. The plot is telling me so. Like, literally, I wrote down, looks like a coffin, and then, how the fuck did you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm so angered and baffled by shit like that. And, like, like, there are times when the vampire actually looks pretty good, and that's, like, when it's, like, like, Hayden in shadow and we don't get a good look at it and then at like the very last shot of the vampire is it like goofying away from an, from someone he's just killed whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm just like what the fuck okay that's not scary 
Like, you had me. Like, I was actually, like, a little tense. And then it, like, woo, away. And I'm just like, what? This show is really going to have to step it up for me to take it seriously, but I'm enjoying it. Like, I, I'm not taking it seriously, but I'm enjoying it. All right? Okay. And the final thing I want to talk about. I went and saw Coco in theaters. Didn't we talk about this already? Did we? Yeah. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah, I remember you talked about Coco. I loved Coco. I loved Coco so much, I forgot I talked about it already. That's some love. <laughs> go see it. Buy yeah, it on DVD. It. Get it an Oscar. It's unfortunate we didn't get a chance to talk about my favorite character from The Strain. Oh, you can tell me. I don't care about it being spoiled. Vasily Fett. The Ukrainian rat exterminator. <laughs> what? Yeah, Vasily. He is a he's a rat exterminator played by Kevin Durand, who is an actor that I fucking love. Uh, did you ever see um Did you ever see Smoke and Aces? No. Fuck. Um The only things I could think that you might have seen him in are things were the, things that were shitty. So? Uh, he was the X-Men Origins Wolverine? Uh, I haven't seen that. God damn it. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't recognize him in this, but he was in fucking Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashes the Black Knight Ghost. Oh, I loved him. <laughs> right in the round tables. Yeah, that was oh. Kevin Durand. <laughs> I love how annoyed you are that I instantly recognized the voice. It's just like. <laughs> so anyway, oh. he, so he plays a Ukrainian in this show. He is one of the series regulars. Okay. And yeah, he just he's like after fucking uh after the fucking Hogwarts dude, uh fucking The character name is Abraham Satrakian. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, once once he comes out once he once he and uh Vasily meet and he's like, yo, they're vampires, he's like, Oh right, I got it. And then just fucking goes along with it. Like, my favorite thing about this show is, like, the level of just, like, yeah, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Because, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, man, how is Mexican guy going to get out of this situation? <laughs> and, like, like skeevy researcher comes up, sees the ID thing, and I'm like, no, he's a double agent? And he's like, let him through. Tell them I am done after this one. I'm just like, oh my god, what do they have on people? Oh man, Sean Astin. It's a shame he doesn't get to keep get to stay around longer. Anyway, oh man, no, I, I love this show. It's a really like, good show. I need to get back into it. We could do a let's watch coming soon. This analyzing one's for real, the we can easily access it. Yeah, analyzing the strain, I guess. Studying the strain. Studying the strain. It, either one works. Well, then we get the alliteration. Fair point. That one goes to you. Yep, we're good. All right, then. The other one I've been watching, then. 
On to news. We don't have very much news. Actually, while Kevin was talking about stuff, I was looking through news. Uh, the only thing that I was able to see that came of note was that um, Reggie Cathy has died. Who? He was in The Wire. Ah. He was also Don't in... Don't tell Cora I said who. He was also in The Corner and House of Cards. Dude's been around for fucking ever. Actually, just fucking send you a picture of him, see if you... See if you recognize who he is from that. It will take a second because my Discord's being stupid. Anyway, yeah, Reggie Cathy has passed away. The uh, news was announced uh, via Twitter from David Simon, creator of The Wire, uh, who said, Reggie Cathy, 1958 to 2018, not only a fine, masterful actor, but simply one of the most delightful human beings with whom I ever had, who, with whom I ever shared some long days on set. On Whit alone, yeah, I do recognize double, him. On Whit alone, he could double any man over and leave me thinking. Reg, your memory is a great blessing. So yeah, that's unfortunate. Moving on to fucking weird shit. That's always the best. Detective Pikachu. Oh yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? That is a goddamn thing. And I... I, uh, uh, what do you really want to be mad about it <laughs> I don't understand enough about it to be mad at it <laughs> fuck I think Danny DeVito was in it at some point no they wanted Danny DeVito to be cast like like the like the fans wanted Danny DeVito to be cast as, De- as Detective Pikachu because they thought it would be hilarious well instead but, it's Ryan fucking Reynolds And they just added Bill Nye. Seriously? Yes. Fucking seriously, dude. I don't know what this movie is, man. And Ken Watanabe is in it too. Fuck me. Oh, who? How? 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 As far as I can tell, this is the... I think this is the first live-action Pokemon movie? How? I don't know what this is. I don't know what's happening. I feel like I'm on fucking drugs. I'm also... Really surprised there hasn't been, like, a fucking campaign started to try to get Ryan Reynolds replaced by a Japanese person. Okay, well, I guess this makes a bit more sense. Uh, the movie was written, at least in part, by Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls. Oh, fuck me. Fuck are you even still there, dude? And he can't hear me. I've got course. Awesome. Everything's coming up fucking aces. Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, my cat decided to sabotage the recording for a second there. I'm back, everybody. Sorry about that. Anyway, like I was saying, I don't know what this goddamn movie is. But I guess it makes a bit more sense now that I just read that it was fucking written, at least in part, by Alex Hirsch. The guy who made Gravity Falls. Oh, this might be good. I doubt it because it was because being directed by Rob Letterman, the director of Shark Tale. Fuck. And Gulliver's Travels. Fuck. And Goosebumps. I was really hoping that last one would make me go, oh! But nope, no. it just fucks. No, it's just, just a continuation of fuck. Yep, just fucks. All <sighs> kinds of fucks. Fuck this, this fuck. What is, what are you, movie? Ugh, anyway. Moving on. So did you know they're, did you know that people were making a fucking reboot of Masters of the Universe? Yes. I didn't. I'm not looking forward to it. Because of that, I also didn't know that David S. Goyer, the worst thing to happen to fucking nerd movies since cancer, I don't know, maybe, probably, he was in talks to direct it. Ugh. He's not. Oh, thank God. Because, but, like, he'll still he'll still remain on as writer and executive producer, so this movie will still be a Wait, fucking writer? dumpster fire. Oh, yep, writer. This is going to be a dumpster fire. Of course it is. It's Goyer. That fucking Jeez, smarmy man. cunt bag. Uh, fuck, fuck me running. Uh, then, lastly, uh, just kind of trailer stuff. We don't, we, don't, we don't usually talk about trailers on here anymore. But two kind of big ones came out recently. Uh, we got trailer for Deadpool 2. It is great. Trailer for Deadpool which 2 is trailer just, is that? Uh, Deadpool 2. No, but which one? Uh, the most I remember recent. there was... Okay, because I remember there was a Deadpool trailer where he was Bob Ross. And that was my favorite thing ever. Yeah, there was that one. And then there's this one that actually reveals Josh Brolin as Cable. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, and it was, it was pretty great. Like, when they, when they first showed, when they first showed him, like, he, he was doing this scene of, like, him doing weird, like, mechanic shit. And then you look at his arm and it's all green. And then Deadpool just stops the trailer and just starts berating everybody for not finishing the special effects. So then he recreates the trailer using toys. There's, like, this little, like, paper craft world that he made just like, like, a, like a him action figure and a cable action figure. And then it starts, like, fucking around with them. That's awesome. And then you get into the regular trailer, and we see Dopinder getting into the action as he's driving his taxi into fucking war zones, I guess. Because Dopinder is apparently a recurring character in this series. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so Dopinder, I did. Dopinder was cool. Yeah, Dopinder was great. I don't know what he did to his cousin. Anyway. Oh, we also got a trailer for, well, a teaser quote-unquote teaser trailer for Venom. Whoa. From your reaction, I can't tell if you've seen the trailer or haven't. I care fucking not for Venom. Like, okay. I think he's overused. I don't like the character anymore. I used to love the character, but they kind of killed it for me. Fair. Like... 
But yeah, it would, it would, the the trailer would have to be like fucking balls to the walls. Everything I wanted out of a superhero movie to get me excited for anything relating to Venom. They're prepared to be fucking indifferent. Whoa! This trailer was nothing. It was a voiceover, yeah. I think. It's been a couple of days since I watched it, and I can't remember what happened in it. Yeah. yeah. And actually, as we were recording this, Birdie actually texted me if I asked me if asked me if I saw the trailer. <laughs> oh, that's our bird, man. He put teaser trailer in quotes. <laughs> and said, every new bit of information about this movie suggests that Sony is taking a bad idea and constantly trying to make it a worse idea. Well, Bertie, you are now officially in this recording, even if you're not here. <laughs> and yeah, from what I from what I've heard, they're trying to do like a lethal protector kind of thing with this, like the storyline where Venom was going around hunting down the other symbiotes. Okay. Cause I guess they need to give him an antagonist and it would be too whatever to have it be Carnage or Spider Man. That would be that would oh my god. If they if they had the balls to actually make one of their heroes the antagonist of another movie, oh yeah, that'd be that'd be oh, fucking cool, be so cool. But they're never gonna do it. No one is ever. Just like have the entire antagonism be born of the bigotry between Spider Man and oh, that would be so good. Oh. It would be really like, interesting have, if, be really have interesting it be if there this was a... awesome anti-hero movie where it's just Venom against S.H.I.E.L.D. and Spider-Man and maybe have Iron Man show up and blast him once. Oh, that would be good. Has there ever been like a film series that's been essentially Rashomon? Uh, I don't think so. There's an idea there. Yeah. Get on it, Hollywood. They won't. If you need someone with the balls to take the credit for it, I'm your man. Bitch. <laughs> Where are your men? I will go I will go on those fucking late night talk shows and shit on that guy's desk. And I will be there like I am so sorry. He always does this. We warned you. Yeah, check out our new movie in theaters this week, assholes. We brought a clip. Run it as I shit on this dude's desk. <laughs> Instead of actually doing it, I just pulled a dog. I just pulled out a bag of dog shit that I fucking picked up because by this point I'll have a dog. I just put that in his desk, and when they cut, you don't back, have a sen- you don't have a sensor bar big enough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to sensor poop. <laughs> you have to sensor the ass though. <laughs> I'm not gonna literally shit on his desk. It's a bit. I know it's uh, never mind. Is that a bit? Run the clip. You don't run the clip. You don't have a sensor bar big enough. <laughs> uh. Seriously, Hollywood, hire us to be the ones who take credit for the ideas you think are terrible, but we say are awesome. We will make your shitty, interesting movies for one fifth the budget you normally use. We'll cast our friends and they'll do it for free because they think they're helping out indie producers. The movie will be garbage, but it'll make you like 15 bucks. Just on sheer interest alone. Just, hey, these cunts don't know what the fuck they're doing. Let's go see this train wreck. And that is why we should make movies. (laughs) You can reach us at 705-382-5633. 
or on Twitter <laughs> at Deadman underscore DD Prods. I'll pass the message on to Caveman. God, we're idiots. But we're the idiots, hey, who, we're the idiots who can make movies interesting again. What do you want, America? Do you want 50 years of Adam Sandler sequels and terrible CGI adaptations of your favorite works? Or do you want the idiots who have the balls to make Spider-Man and S.H.I.E.L.D. the bad guy of a movie? And to, ma- and to make CGI adaptations of your least favorite novels. Just yell, we'll take, Twi- want- we'll take Twilight and make that shit look like Polygon Pictures, motherfucker. <laughs> do make, you want we'll make it all one people, movie it'll be a fucking nightmare do you want the people who fucked up the Ender's Game adaptation or do you want the people who will actually show you a child soldier going through PTSD we'll start the movie with a picture of Orson Scott Card and we'll just beat the shit out of it because he's a fucking homophobe <laughs> then we'll go into the movie America, do you want a Hogwarts TV series? America, do you want a Canadian making all your movies? You've already got quite a few. How about another one? (laughs) And I'm an American. (laughs) I'm an American, so it's okay. What the fuck are we doing? We're trying to convince America to hire us to produce and write and direct movies. (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck moving on new releases i don't know we got dog shit coming out this week (laughs) oh man it's the last 50 shades movie and the peter rabbit adapt movie oh yeah that looks like shit yeah apparently it is super shit like both we of them. will make the super shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start the movie taking a dump in the center of the screen and put a cape on it. We will put him up against Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be voiced by out of context, illegally used quotes from fucking Howdy Doody. No, 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 it'll be even better. We will only use presidential quotes from Nixon and Ronald Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) We'll name the chief of police Gorbachev. (laughs) Just just we could say, Mr. Gorbachev, I am not a crook. He'll be an anti-hero. Or to be like that piece of shit murdered that man. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm literally, literally dying over here. Uh, That would work as a good fake trailer in a better movie. Yeah, it would. That'd be like Turkey Day from the Grindhouse series. And you see, it's that decision. It's decisions like that that are the reason we should be making your movies. If it was left up to some other fucker, they'd just make that movie. But we know that idea is too stupid for a movie, but great for a commercial. It's great for a joke for another film. Exactly. Magnet. 
The fuck are you doing with those assholes that made that movie about a killer tire? Hire us. Need like fifteen we'll bucks for that. We'll work for comparatively nothing. I will work for two hundred dollars because that's how much money I can make in a month before my disability starts being affected. I'll work for slightly above minimum wage because that's how much I can work before I stop caring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move, moving on uh, next week. Good shit is coming out from the looks of it. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have a Valentine's date. Yeah, so we got Black Panther. Yeah. Which people are already fucking loving. Doesn't surprise me. Yep. And then also Early Man. A movie from the dudes what made goddamn Wallace and Gromit. Ooh! Yeah. New stop motion thing about an early man. Mm. When is this coming out? Uh, Next week, I believe. Yeah, I might, I might be dragging my wife to go see that one. Yeah, next week. It is it is airing the same day as Black Panther, so this movie is doomed. Might have to do a double feature that day. You'll be the only ones, because everybody else's double feature will be, hey, we watched Black Panther. Let's go watch Black Panther again. Yeah, we'll do Early Man first. <laughs> yeah, go to Late Show, where the only people there will be drunk assholes. Yeah, Black Panther! Yeah! Woo! Oh god, there's a giant guy bearing down on us to make us shut up. Let's shut up. That actually happened to me. Bitch, I'm too drunk. I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I know, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 for the second time. (laughs) And. Yeah, you confused the two. It was a small theater. And. Like, I was like, oh, good. No one's here. It'll be just me and my friends. We can quietly talk over the non-essential parts of the film. And then some teenage idiots come in halfway through the movie. Jesus. And they are talking through some one of my favorite scenes. And I just at the top, I stand up and yell, shut the fuck up. And sit back down. And one of them looked like he was going to do something. And then he looked at me and he shut the fuck up. There are benefits to being a giant, intimidating man. Yeah, I just got the giant part. I'm not that intimidating. Yeah, I'm built like a quarterback. Well, I'm built like a defensive lineman. I'm built like a fat person. Especially when I'm working out, my pecs actually look like they're muscle and not fat. I worked out once and pulled something. Well, then you went too hard too early. I'll send you my workout, and you can uh, do that. It's light, it's low It's low impact enough that it should be okay for anybody. Is it a workout that can be done with Tide detergent bottles? Yes. I probably won't do it. <laughs> my room is very small. And my chair recently broke, so I can't free up space to push my chair under my desk. You, you need about five feet square. Yeah, no, I don't have that. Do you have a living room that your roommates don't go into at certain times of the day? No. Work out on your bed. <laughs> yeah, I have my clothes above that. I have my clothes above my bed. I don't have any space above up there. A oh, fucking Christ, dude. My room is very small. Go to a park at 5 a.m. and work out there. <laughs> nah, it, well, one, it's, one, it's snow here. 
Then you won't overheat. Perfect. No, I will. It's minus twenty. I overheat. We'll let's we'll talk about getting you into shape later. That's never gonna happen. And I'm already in a shape. That shape is round. Okay, we'll talk about not having you die of a heart attack at forty seven. Don't worry, I'll kill myself at thirty five. God damn it, dead man. <laughs> Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. You heard it, movie studios. Take out insurance on him when you hire us. Yeah, fuckers. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks' time with episode of the DeathStarProds.com Movies Television Podcast. We got more shit coming out between then, maybe, probably. I don't know. Still, I'm dead. I'm going to try and participate in games. <laughs> and I'm Caveman. We will. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time.